Welcome everybody back to the third episode of this podcast. Um, today we will be talking about young players uh, with the most promising potential uh, to become some of the best players in the world. Um, guys, I'd just like to say before this podcast starts uh, that I'm hoping to get a guest on in the next few weeks. Um, I can't get one on tonight um, because uh, it's a bit. Um, I just wouldn't want to disturb anyone and get them on. Um, I just find it's just not a great time. It's a Monday evening, and uh, people are obviously just want to chill out on a Monday evening. Um, but uh, yeah, I hopefully will get someone on. Hopefully, uh, for the fourth episode. Um, you guys let me know on uh, who you'd like to, like for me to get on, and uh, yeah, I can make that happen. Um, so I'm just gonna get right into this podcast, really. Um, so I just want to start. Yeah, obviously start off with the, some of the best uh, with, with some of the brilliant young potential players that we have um, um I don't know if I, I might go through each one um, individually I don't know I might, or I might just put compare two of them together I'm not sure I, I'm, obviously this this isn't it's gonna be a very quick podcast guys because uh, I don't have a lot of time um I just I just don't I'm, I'm just kind of uh, quite busy tonight so I'm just gonna kind of jump straight into the podcast it, I know this podcast might not be as long as some people would like but um I'll try and cover as much as I can um so the first player I want to start off with is um Mikhail Saka now Saka yeah he uh, people might go mm, Saka is he good enough I think he's I think he's he's an outstanding talent um and let me just say why because so what Saka does is he's in a very he's in a good Arsenal team at the moment in a very inexperienced Arsenal team. They've got a lot of youth, and I think what Saka's done is he's having a, his breakout season. Um, and it says with a lot a lot of young players, this happens to them where they get their breakout season, and they perform brilliantly. And that's what Saka's doing. You know, he's showing he's showing the Premier League that he is one of the best youngsters, and he is he's top five youngsters in the Premier League right now. And um, we've got some brilliant youngsters, but Saka. Saka's all round game is, I think, I think it's brilliant because, um, he's obviously he's a I think he's a he's a left or right winger. I think uh, he is a. Yeah, yeah, he's a left winger. Yeah, and but he can also be deployed as a, a left wing back too. Um, what what I love about Saka is um his dribbling. I think it's really good dribbling, but his dribbling and his uh, pace and his skill. But what I also admire about Zach is his work rate on the pitch now he's, he's an attacking player um, and sometimes you see with great players is they don't come back and track but Saka when you know Arsenal you work as a unit when they're you know when they obviously switch from attack to defence and Saka is always there he always tracks back um, he defends and obviously yeah he, he is deployed as a left wing back at some points sometimes um, but what I, what I do like about Saka is that he you know his his work rate on and off the pitch is brilliant. Um, in training, I hear I, I was reading a few things that his his work rate is brilliant in training, and that he um, and that he's a great finisher on the ball. Um, great, he scored some brilliant goals, Saka. Um, uh, but it's just this all round game that I'm really impressed with. Um, that you know, um, obviously when Arsenal are. On the attack, they always have the option. You know, they don't just play through one player; they through play through multiple players. And Saka is constant. If you look at any Arsenal attack, he is the main person who starts up the attack. And I think Arsenal have a big, big uh, confidence in him because he he is a great young talent. Uh, and they just have to keep obviously improving him because Saka will. If if Arsenal keep coaching Saka, and Arsenal have a great academy, I just want to put that in as well. 
Um, but if they keep um, coaching Saka at the level that he's being coached, <clears throat> he's only going to become better, and he will become an Arsenal legend. Um, and like I was saying, this is his breakout season. Uh, he's obviously played 21 matches, uh, 6 goals and 4 assists, so that's 10 goal contributions in total. And he scored more goals in the Cup as well, which I think is great for him. So actually, sorry, this season he's got 7 goals in all competitions, including the EFL Cup. And I think that's very impressive because um, this is Saka's first season where I think he's going to be able to, um, you know, he's going to break out and he's going to be a brilliant player. You know, I, I think he'll finish on, I, I, I'm going to have a guess, I'm going to say he's going to finish on 12 or 13 goals and about 7 or 8 assists. I think that would be a brilliant season. Um, and, he, you know, he's only 20, he's very young still. So I think he's only going to keep on improving. Uh, he's very creative, very creative player. Um you know what he does is he gets so you don't want to get close to him Saka because he can just switch one way like that like you know he goes one way and then he leaves his defender for dead and he'll take on he's not scared to take on players and um, he's physical on the ball you know he doesn't let anyone bully him off the ball just 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 a great player to have on your team you know his work rate's unbelievable I mean I was looking at Saka and he tracks back he puts in challenges you know he works as part of the Arsenal team and that's what I think Michael Arteta loves about him is it's not just his attacking um, trip, but his defensive, uh, his defensive attributes as well. You know, he's quick at getting back. He has great knowledge on the game, um, and I think he is considered to be one of the best young players in England at the moment, certainly in the world. At the and I, like I said, um, Arsenal's attacks are mainly through him because of his creativity, his pace, his skill, and his finishing ability. I think they all just he's the he's the complete winger for Kyle Saka, and I think. When he obviously played in the Euros, he was very impressive in the Euros. After I was watching him in the Euros, and I thought, now I hadn't heard about Kyle Saka before this, but then when I watched him in the Euros, I thought he was outstanding. Um, and obviously, I hope he keeps performing at the level he is. And obviously, I'm a, I'm a United fan, so rival fan to Arsenal, but you have to sometimes admire other clubs, other clubs as good players, you know, and they're young, but in their young team, in their young, sorry, their young uh, academy, and like Saka just flew through that um, academy and he's you know he's starting to prove to Arsenal fans that what well, he is probably going to become another club legend for them so I, I do praise Mikhail Saka and I hope he keeps on improving Um, so the next player I'm going to put into this is Jude Bellingham now Jude Bellingham I hadn't heard about Jude Bellingham I think he was only about 17 entering the Euros so that was incredibly young and to get an England call up at about 17 or 18 I think Um. But I, I think Bellingham as well. I think he is just he he's gonna be another one for the future. And I think he's he's got so much potential, Jude Bellingham. Obviously Saka now, he's twenty, so you know, Saka is starting to improve himself, but Bellingham is only um he's only eighteen, so he's he he's got this until he's about twenty one, um he is going to until he gets to about twenty, twenty one, he, he he's gonna have to keep on improving. But I watched um G. Bellingham in the Euros when England were playing, and <clears throat> I have to admit, uh, first of all, to go into an England team in the Euros <clears throat> with the amount of other quality sides we have um, around the world, and I think the fact that he um, just he sat in that midfield at Rice and Phillips, or just him and Rice, or Phillips and him, I think he was absolutely outstanding. I mean, to call to, to be called up for England at eighteen, um. And to go into that England team, which is so much competition for places. They've got so many defensive midfielders they could have played. But Gareth Southgate went, you know what, I'm going to call Bellingham because he is. 
he is a, he is a talent. I think we all know that. Um, what what I like about Jude Bellingham is you know he he is a defensive midfielder, but he comes forward and he creates goals. I mean, I'm looking at the stats. He's got six assists this season for a for a defensive midfielder. That's pretty good, and that's what you want. I look. I know defend. I think he's he, he's a either a cam. He's a centre attacking midfielder or a CDM, but he mainly I think plays in that CDM role. Um, and I I think he's good. I think he's um he's physical. Uh, he's um great going forward. He's got good skill. Um, he's got good strength, good physicality on the ball. You know, he doesn't get bullied off the ball like some other players do. And I think, I think with Bellingham is the same. I think he's gonna go to a club this summer or next summer or in the next five years but I think he should stay at Dortmund until he's about 20-21 and then he gets more growth into him and then he then go to a team like Liverpool or Man City or Arsenal or Chelsea or Spurs or United or Barcelona or Real Madrid or PSG or pretty much or Bayern Munich I've listed all those great clubs and there's so many more and I think go under a top manager it, you will see like I like I've said with other players um, before in just watching them, I've said, you know, if Bellingham keeps going at the rate he is, um, <clears throat> and then when he gets to about 2021, 20, when he gets bigger and he gets stronger and he gets more mature, he's going to go from, he's going to go from like midway point to just push, just another level of a footballer. And he will become that because he's another talent. And England produced some brilliant players. But I think the fact that he's got off to, gone off to the Bundesliga um, and he's playing in Dortmund, who are a very good team, so it just shows you, he got an England call up, and he got, and he's now playing in the Bundesliga for um, Borussia Dortmund. So that that alone shows you why he is such a talent, and that he's going to keep on um, progressing through his career. Another thing I want to say about him is, um, when I watched him in the Euros, uh, you know he got he got uh, pressured by some players like Chiesa and some other great players, and he, you know he didn't feel the pressure. Um, because he's he's experienced, you know, he's he's around good players in like Marco Royce in uh, Borussia Dortmund and Matt Hummels before I think Matt Hummels may have left, and um, but and even in England he's around players like Harry Kane and Jordan Henderson and your Harry Maguire's and your, uh, Trent's and your uh, Pickford's and your Rice and your Declan Rice sorry and your Raheem Sterling's really experienced players and that they're obviously showing a really good example to Jude Bellingham and. I have to admit, I watched his attitude game and never gave up. He'd always put in a challenge, um, and I think he's going to be a really promising young player for the future. And um, I hope to see more of him. Obviously, when he gets older, and he progresses through um, the game more. But I do look forward to seeing Jude Bellingham more. Um, I think he's a great player, great potential. Um, so the third player I want to move on to is I had to mention this man. It's Trent Alexander Arnold. Now he's the uh, I think he's he's one of the oldest out of the uh, six I picked, um. But I mean, when you watch Trent, um, you just think this guy is the complete fullback. You know, he's great going forward. Uh, he's got so many assists. I think he's got over fifty assists and he's twenty two now. I mean that's incredible. He's one of the high, highest assisters in Europe, um, with the likes of Messi and Neymar. I mean that's that just says for itself. You know brilliant and the guy's already won a Champions League and a Premier League and a few other trophies so he's already won what you know what most players at that age don't win but um you know Trent gets criticized for things like defending but I think he, I think he is a great defender I think he his sometimes his positioning is amazing but like 
a lot of players get uh, caught out of position. But I, I do love I, 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 I love Trent as a player. I think like like it's not easy to say as a obviously a rival um, defender, but you have to admire him of how good he is. Um, brilliant going forward. I mean, unbelievable going forward. You have to just admire the amount of assists he gets. But not also does he just get assists. He scores goals for Liverpool. He scores some big key goals. I mean, you know, he's a brilliant free kick taker. Um, but his assists, I mean, his assists are off the chart. He's got over, I think he's got 10 assists in the Premier League alone this season. And God knows how many he's got in the Champions League. So he could probably have, I think, roughly about 16, 17 assists this season, depending on how many he got in the Champions League. I think he's got five or six assists in the Champions League. But he's just all-round game and going forward I've, I haven't seen a full-back for a while now you know you, you look back at the likes of Roberto Carlos another brilliant brilliant full-back one of the best of all time the way he went forward you look, you, you look at Danny Alves you compare him to Jordi Alba these brilliant wing-backs but Trent Trent is kind of showing this new full-back now of being able to defend and go forward and I love the way the wing-backs this is how the game is changing into this Wing backs and um, pushing forward is almost an extra man for the attack. It's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. And Trent sets attacks. You know, he's some of the deliveries he gives are just <clears throat> out of this world. Some of the deliveries, um, and you just hope he keeps keeps getting better. And obviously, I, I think he could become one of the best right backs of all time, if not the. Now that would be a bit. I mean, if he could become one of the best, if he became the best right back, we would all just. I think we'd all. I think it could be amazing. But um, no, I think he's only going to get older. I think once he hits his prime in about 25, 26, when he gets bigger, obviously he's going to still get bigger and stronger and he's going to get more mature um, with the game. And I think having Van Dijk and Robertson alongside in that back four, it's just, he's just going to make him more experienced. But what Trent also does is he's also got another great attitude, like Bellingham and like um, Saka. They've all got great attitudes towards the game. Now they never give up. Um, obviously Trent, look, he makes mistakes like so do, so does Messi, so does Ronaldo, so does De Gea, so does Alisson, so do all these great players. You know, we, they all make mistakes. But um, I was watching Trent even when he, you remember when he got didn't get picked for the England team, uh, for year twenty twenty. Um, he went back and I'm sure he was thinking to himself, oh, I feel crap that I didn't get picked for England. But he, he didn't just he just he didn't let that affect him, and he he showed the maturity he has to go on and be a big key success to a great season Liverpool are having at the moment so I think that's brilliant I think the maturity that he has and the fact that he even when he was down at a low point in his career when he wasn't performing at the levels that we know he can I mean he said you know I have to I have to step up now for this Liverpool team and show Gareth Seke why I need to be in for the World Cup team which I think he will definitely get into I can't see how he wouldn't unless he was to have an amazing just fallback but he's just not going to do that he's not going to have amazing he's not going to have a mad drop off at this point because he's so, been so consistent for the last four seasons so yeah that's why Trent uh, I think he's got and I think he's only going to keep getting better he's under a great manager there and a great team and uh, I wish the, wish the best for Trent um, so the fourth player now uh, is going to be Phil Foden now this one people think Man City you know who, who are their good players but They've obviously got a bunch, a bunch of them, but uh, maybe not as many youngsters as some of the other uh, teams do, like uh, Chelsea and Arsenal and Man United and the likes of them. But Phil Foden, I have to admit, um, he he started to shine last season a lot, 
I mean, he is he is going to become another brilliant player, and um, <clears throat> he's already proving it for Man City. Now he's twenty one now, and um, he was incredible in the Euros. I have to admit, he was really good going forward. Um, and he is a he's another really good rotational player in the Man City team. You know, he's um, he's very uh, very um, what's the word? Uh, we'll just call him a rotational player. You know, he can play in a, 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 a um, centre attacking midfielder role. He can play a winger. He can play as a false nine. He can play as a right wing, left wing. Um, and I think to have a player like that in your team is brilliant because it, you don't have the likes of Grealish or uh, Mares or Sterling were to ever get injured. You know, Phil Foden can always slot into that um, position. Oh, Phil Foden is, you know, he's a brilliant player. Um, one of his big uh, attributes is his skill. Um, I mean, some of the touches he's taken on the ball have been absolutely out of this world. Um, and obviously, what I've watched when I've watched Foden, um, it's his uh, ability to just take on a man and just... just this automatic, just brilliant, quick feet like that. You know, he just goes bam, bam past you, and he leaves the fullback for dead. That's why fullbacks and centre backs don't even go near Foden because it's that, that like that almost like just one two. He takes you onto your left, he takes you onto his left, and then he just goes spins you, and then he goes onto his right, and then he's gone. And his finishing ability as well. I mean, some of his finishing was brilliant. I mean, that goal he scored against Liverpool. I have to admit, the scoring from the Vanfield like that in the manner that he did it was brilliant, and um. His dribbling as well, uh, just brilliant dribbler of the ball. You know, he can dribble by three or four men and he can start up attacks, like I said, with Saka, um, you know, a Trent and Bellingham. They all start up attacks and counter attacks. And he is a becoming, he's starting to become a big part of that Man City team. You know, sometimes when you look at Man City, sometimes I think they look a bit lost without him, without his creativity. Obviously, they've got so many good players in De Bruyne and Silva in that midfield, but they, you know, Foden is another midfielder they have. And I think. I think he sometimes gets criticised for playing for Man City. Maybe Man City don't have as good of uh, academies as the likes of United, <clears throat> Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. But he's just a wonder kid that they produced, and he's under Pep Guardiola, and he's he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Um, I'm having a look at the stats this season. I mean, he's already scored five goals and three assists. Um, obviously. Uh, last season was his breakout season like I've said 9 goals and 5 assists in 28 games so yeah he's just um, he's just brilliant with his his dribbling ability of the ball I have to admit is brilliant um, that the pace he's got is scary the way he can sh- uh, change from um, so he can go from one foot to the other foot really quickly um, and look I hope he just I hope Foden keeps producing at the level that he is he's only going to get better he's obviously going to get more mature and more experienced but um yeah, I, I do wish Foden great um, great luck in his career, and I hope he uh, goes on and becomes a brilliant player for Man City. Um, obviously, being another rival fan, another rival club, it's mad to think how many good players there are out there. And obviously, Man United have got plenty of, uh, plenty of uh, great players, but Foden was one that I just couldn't leave out just because of how good he was. Um, and I think he's just going to keep on performing, and he's only he's going to only get better with his seasons. He's going to score more goals. And assists, and I just think his all-round game is just—it's just—it's yeah, it's perfect. It's just—it's the exact. He's the complete winger. He's the complete winger. Um. Now the next player uh, is Kylian Mbappe, and now uh, this is the big, big debate. And I've also put Haaland. He's my sixth player, but Mbappe's my fifth player. Um. This I'm not ranking them, by the way. I just randomly wrote them down like this. Um. Now Kylian Mbappe. Well, I mean, is there much to say about this guy? 
his biggest attribute is his pace. My God, his pace is scary, isn't it? Jesus, he can run at like 100 miles an hour. He just goes by players and leaves them in the dust. I haven't seen, like I've said, in it's several players. It's just, but Mbappe, I think, is another level above some players in the fact that his speed. And he gets criticised for playing in League 1, but, I mean, he won a World Cup when he was 18. Um, and I think that's brilliant. And he's obviously just shown why he's such a good player. He's such a talent, Mbappe. Um and he, I think uh, he's obviously been linked to Real Madrid, obviously, heavily. But that's not um, what I'm talking about. Um, obviously, transfers, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Mbappe um, and what he does. You know, he's not just, he is a striker, but he's also a very creative striker. I mean, um, his, his stats this season are 20 matches, uh, 10 goals. Um, he's obviously, I think he's, he's actually scored 15 goals this season. And sorry, he scored. So he's already scored nineteen goals this season in all competitions, um, and he he has nine assists in the league, ten goals in the league, nine assists. Um, it's nineteen goal contributions. He's got five in the French Cup, so that's fifteen goals, and four in the Champions League. That is nineteen goals. So total, that's twenty eight goal contributions, and we're only at January. And yes, you may say the French league is not as good as the Premier League, but to be fair, he's still performing at the levels that he's expected to. Um. Like I said, his dribbling ability and his finishing ability. I mean, that guy, his pace is unbelievable. Um, it's a big attribute to him. And I'd say who, defenders that have had to mark him must have an incredibly difficult time because he's just so quick. Um, what I love about Mbappe is just just how good him and Neymar have been together. You know, when they break forward together, um, they... Uh, they're just brilliant, and he's just his his all round game. He he he's just brilliant, and he's only going to get better. He's obviously twenty two now, twenty three. Sorry, God, he's twenty three already. So he's starting to hit into this prime of his career, and he's just yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a wonder kid. Now, when I first watched him in the World Cup, I saw this just insanely quick man running down the wing, and Haaland is just oh sorry, Mbappe is just yeah, he's just brilliant. Uh, he, and he's I think he is considered to be one of the best players in the world not just because not just because of his pace but his his end product is brilliant you know he he assists and some of strikers get criticized for not assisting but Haaland or Mbappe sorry god I need to get the names right Mbappe is just just another level to some youngsters I think he's one of the best I think he's him and Haaland are the two best youngsters in the world right now people may disagree with that that's okay but that's generally my opinion and I think he's only he's just He's an outstanding player, you know. He's won. He's already won a World Cup at eighteen, when he was eighteen. It's eighteen, nineteen. That's unbelievable. Um, and to be fair, he was a massive part in um France's uh, success. That he think he scored the most goals for a young player. He's he's the youngest player to score the most goals in a World Cup or something, um ever. Uh, he scored four goals and uh, he um four goals in a World Cup, which is pretty impressive, I have to admit. So yeah, in seven starts, so that's brilliant. Um, so my last player on this list is the Terminator, as they call him, Mister Erling Haaland. This guy is, like I've said, he he's levels to other players, in my opinion. Um, not just because of his, um, not just because of who he's playing for. It's just the amount of goals this guy's already scored. I mean, he's already, I'm counting up the stats, amount of goals he's already scored forty three. 58 goals in three seasons and he's only 21 years of age and the Bundesliga is a very good league I just want to repeat that he's playing in a very good league 
it's just he's just an outstanding player. I just don't understand where these players are coming from. He's a brilliant. I mean, he's so strong on the goal. On he he's he's a prolific a prolific goal scorer. Um, Holland he's. He's not him and Mbappe have this big comparison, but he is very quick as well. Alan, I just want to say that he's brilliant, very strong in the ball, great finisher. He holds it up. He scores a ridiculous amount of goals. His finishing ability is amazing. His um, agility is brilliant. He keeps himself in really good shape because he knows that he obviously wants to become a brilliant player, and he is. Now he's one of the best players in the world on form currently, and he smashes in the goals. And he's another assister, I have to admit. He does. He's not just all about the goals. He, he's also about creativity, and he scored, he's already assisted five times this season in the league. Um, obviously, Borussia Dortmund are in the uh, Europa League now, which I'm sure he won't be too happy about. But it's his maturity that will probably get him through, and he's going to... Obviously, Dortmund's... He's a big part of Dortmund um, in their goals, and he just scores so many goals for them. But what you have to admire about Haaland is... Uh, he, what Haaland does is just, you know, he's a great player to have on at the team, I would say, because he's got a really good spirit about him, very good positive energy. Um, he's on, he's an unbelievable striker. I haven't, I haven't seen a player, I haven't seen a striker like him for a very long time. He also, he always reminds me of kind of a, of a kind of a, a Karen Benzema, a big mean striker, very mean, or like a Jamie Vardy, a mean striker, but a striker who knows how to play the game properly and who can score goals. And he does, what that's really that's his that's his job. And he comes back and he scores goals. I mean that's all you can ask him. But his his um I just want to repeat his pace, athleticism, and his finishing ability are the three big keys with Haaland. Um, and he's a, he's a great player. We all know that he's brilliant. And I obviously I. I've watched him now for a few seasons. His, his break, he had his breakout season last season with scoring 27 goals, assisting six times. So I, I, I love him. I do love him. I think he's, I think he's, he's a, he's a, he's a different player. He, he's a, uh, sorry, he's a different, he's a different player in some of his, um, in his all round game, and he's, he's different from other youngsters. Like I've said, he, he I think he's a level above some youngsters. And he's obviously not. He's not. He's not playing in amazing teams. He's playing at Dortmund, who are a very good team. But you know, he was even doing it for Salzburg. He scored loads of goals. I mean, he's scoring for Norway in a mediocre Norway team. They're not amazing. They're not bad, but they're average. But he scores goals. You know, what Haaland is, he doesn't need creative players. You know, he can score goals on his own terms. He can create goals for himself. He doesn't need amazing players. And you know, we've seen some good strikers, but they need creative players around them. Haaland doesn't need that. He can just score goals from every anywhere, and that's why he is another brilliant youngster with amazing potential he's only going to get better he's only going to be mature i think he's a brilliant mature player so guys i hope you um enjoyed this podcast um please send me any feedback if you have any um obviously i'm hoping to get more podcasts up when the football continues um i might do one this weekend and we might round up the fa cup matches and tell you what i thought about them and i might talk about who's going to win the fa cup um but if anyone would like to send me messages of any uh, suggestions, what I should do in my next podcast, it would be brilliant. Um, I'm a bit kind of stuck for ideas at the moment because there's no real football on. But um, <clears throat> uh, I'd love to know uh, if you guys have any uh, if you guys have any um, ideas for my next podcast. Um, I hope you guys all enjoy the podcast. Um, and I look forward to doing another one. Um, either this weekend or next weekend, or either this week or next week. Thanks, guys, for listening.